Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. I am your host, Jack Hardorn, alongside my car man, Davis Carroll. We'd like to welcome in our listeners and viewers from across the Auburn and Opelika Megaplex, as well as around the world, however you may be tuning in today. Whether that be from your terrestrial radio antenna through the information superhighway at WEGLFM.com or if you're tuning in after the fact by listening to our podcast, we are happy to have you here in the booth with us for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. And now, as always, we are broadcasting live from the Bradley-based and WOGL studios here in the Harold Mountain Student Center on the campus of Auburn University, where right now it is a little, it is a little humid outside as we uh made our way over to campus this morning still a bit soggy from the deluge last night and perhaps some more rain on the way today we'll keep you updated on that but that is the current situation here on campus but with that being said we'll jump right in there's a monday morning it is 8 a.m we are happy to have you here on the show with us as we wish you a good morning davis how are you feeling today feeling good my hair's a little wet because i didn't have time to fully dry it Mm-mm-mm. What can I say? So the case of the Mondays. Mm. Already. It's a it's 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 a it's a nine to five job trying to get my hair ready. Ooh. Might be time to get it cut. Yeah, I'm right there with you. At this point I would like to remind our audience that if any point in the next hour you feel so inclined to ask a question, drop a hot take, or in the highly unlikely event that we get something wrong, if you'd like to correct us, you can do so by calling in at three three four eight four four ninety three forty five. That's 334-844-WEGL on your touch-tone keypad. You can also send us a tweet at cdiscau. It's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U. And our dedicated team will take care of your inquiry. That's what we're dealing with right now here on this Monday morning. Yesterday was Easter. It was also uh, Ramadan and Passover all on the same day. Crazy, crazy crossover, crazy confluence of events. It was a, it was a big day for religion. Plus two to all stats <laughs> uh, is what I was hearing. So I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday. Uh, for those of you who choose to celebrate whatever you were celebrating, and uh, for those of you who weren't celebrating, I hope it was just as swell. So um, we are wrapping up the semester here at Auburn University. Just a few weeks left. Um, I think this will be our First episode of our final three weeks of Compact Discourse. Sounds right. So we have a finite number at the end of this rope. Better start tuning in, people. One out of 12 limited edition final episodes of Compact Discourse. In fact, make it 13 because we do have a little shindig we got going on (laughs) here coming up at the end of this here week. And just kick it over to, to, to Senor JP to let you hear the news. Have you heard the news? WEGL is turning 51 this year. Come celebrate Weagle's birthday with us on April 21st and 22nd with 24 hours of specially curated programming from 5 p.m. on Thursday to 5 p.m. on Friday. Every Weagle show under the sun and moon will be out celebrating with us, so why not join them? Tune in on your radio at 91.1 FM or on our website, WeagleFM.com. That's WEGLFM.com. Once again, Weagle's 51st birthday bash is on April 21st to the 22nd from 5 p.m. to 5 p.m. See you there. Now, what you got to say about that? If you can call in and tell us what that's from at 334-844-9345, I can't give you anything. 
We might rustle something up for you. All right, maybe you a, can, maybe a box of nails. If you can, call, <laughs> if you can call <laughs> in and tell us what that backing track is from, and maybe sing a few words. And if it's JP, I will know. I know what he sounds like. Hi, partner. <laughs> I think it's no JP. We have another. We have another commercial with JP similar to that cooking up. It's in the works. He he said it's going to start with a hi, partner. Oh, man, this this station's in great hands. I can already tell. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you heard JP. Uh, there will be a awesome birthday bash, as he referred to it. I've been saying, th- I've been just pu- pulling out words such as extravaganza and c- and celebration, shindig, and, yeah, just hootin' nanny. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, honky tonk. Mm, that's more mm, of a location. That's a place, yeah, but it's fun. It, it may it may be spitting image of here in the studio this this Friday or this Thursday and Friday. Shoo! <laughs> <We> have <laughs> a banjo out here, man, and a washboard. Meow, meow, meow. All right, uh, don't get it twisted. This is not some kind of cowboy party we're planning. Uh, <laughs> there's there's uh, quite con- a few other commercials, and that's just one of them. Contrary to the branding you may be hearing. But uh, it is, once again, WEGL Day coming up on this Thursday and Friday. And, of course, we'd like to extend a invitation to all of our listeners, uh, whether you're a live listener in the morning or a podcast listener in the afternoon to join uh, the entire Weagle family of shows this Thursday and Friday. So just... However, you listen to Weagle, you'll be able to listen to the Weagle Day, and it's really just it's a uh, a whole week of shows squished into 24 hours, nonstop. So you can turn your dial to Weagle. I think probably starting at four on Thursday because they'll be doing the scoreboard, mm-hmm. but then the party gets kicked off at five, and until 5 p.m. on Friday, there will be a live DJ sitting in this chair doing a show. For 24 uninterrupted hours, just like the good old days back when that was the only option. We didn't have this robot running the station for us. This robot is going to take us over. This has been high, it's been it's been sabotaging us every once in a while recently. Putting us out of a job. We're gonna we're gonna have to get a CD to replace it. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> there it is. It's like the sword of Damocles hanging over us. <laughs> I don't, I'm not familiar with that one, but I know it's funny. Okay. I'll look into it. <laughs> thanks, thanks for thanks for humoring me. Uh, I promise it's funny. Oh, so uh, what? That's, uh, I think I think JP is doing his Woodstock. Uh, we will be posting the complete. I know for a fact JP is doing the Woodstock Hour. If you're a fan of that show, we will be posting the complete schedule of shows on the social media. That's at wegl oh. underscore au on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, coming up this week to get you hyped for the show i think you might just hear some familiar voices as the clock turns from thursday to friday uh <laughs> coming up here at the end of this week that is one two zero zero a.m on your digital clocks for uh for those of you who would like to tune in to the special episode of the show um you can also check out that weagle tiktok because i know last monday maddie made a uh, a little highlight reel of us playing kickball that was a good one. That was a good, good video. Showed some good, some good pitches, some showed, good rolls. It showed one of the the best plays of the whole game with the the errant throw over first base. Mm. Look, man, let me go watch it. Yep. Uh. Yeah. So that is at wegl underscore au on Twitter, Instagram, and well, Twitter and Instagram if you'd like to hear about Weagle Day and TikTok if you want to see this this awesome dodgeball game that I was that, that happened Kickball. last Monday. Yes, that same ball, different sport. Mm, I mean, yeah. I feel like well, so, the ball is like, smaller for the it. nice. Uh. Well, yeah. Oh, the JP throw over first. <laughs> Why do you throw it like that? <laughs> 
he obviously hasn't learned how to build up and release pressure in his tendons. I'll, I had some good pitches that game. Um, I need to get back into kickball. If you had a nice physical education department, you would get those foam balls that were covered in the yes. plastic, those gator balls that you could palm. Yes, that's the ones that we had. It was so, either those, we had those, and we had another small one that you could fit in your hand, basically. We okay. didn't have any the size of a kickball. But I remember, yeah, I think I think old school gym, like when you'd, you'd like wear the... Back when you could get splinters. Yeah, when you'd have, like, have, have to climb the rope and like... Basically every gym you saw on TV when you were a kid. That, like, the bell. It was like, yeah, it was like writers in the early 2000s reminiscing about their gym in the 70s. Uh, that that was what g- they thought gym class was like. Um, where you had to wear like the high socks and the, mm-hmm. the and, and the short shorts. The close that we we had cup stacking it in grade school at mine. Okay, and we had that doesn't sound close. It just sounds different. We had rodeo. Do you learn to lasso? Like square dancing. Oh, okay. I mean, not rodeo. I'm sorry. Well, square, square dancing. Yeah, square dancing is pretty universal. I've heard a lot of stories of that. But I I've, think I feel like that's. Only Alabama, or only the South at that. Okay, I wouldn't. I shouldn't have said Universal, but I I initially thought, oh, square dancing, that's weird. But like, it's if if we went so up to the North place. and we're like, oh, square dancing class in PE, they'd be like, what in the world? They'd be like, we um, our cow last one. <laughs> we were playing field hockey. <laughs> we were doing ballet. Those those carpet baggers. Boring. Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> I wouldn't. Like, I don't think. I just don't think it's a good term to have in your mouth. It's just a fun word to say. I would say, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue with that. But um, I retract my <laughs> calling anybody a you a, <laughs> a bagger. Okay. With their bag made of carpet. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but the the kickball they would use because it, it makes that sound, you know, <laughs> when when you get hit in the head and dodgeball. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember. That great episode of Ned's Declassified where they play dodgeball, the instructional video. Mm-hmm. They only play dodgeball on days when it's raining. That's true. Pretty funny, but they they use the big red balls. As a kid, I as a kid when we were in PE, I swear my head was a magnet for any ball. It's not that people were throwing it at me; it was just like when we were playing, just like off the carom, right be, to the dome. It'd be coming towards me. I'd have to duck. I got hit in the head a few times. It is what it is. That's probably why I am how I am now. It's formative. It is. Or the fact that I was dropped when I was a baby. How high? How often? Mm, just one time. I have a scar above my lip because my grandmother was handing me to my dad or the way around, and I got dropped onto mm. gravel. Overhand or underhand? They were, they were tossing me <laughs> overhand. It was like a they were, football. They were tossing you like the Lombardi trophy between <laughs> some boats. This one, this one didn't get caught, unfortunately. But I'm okay. I just got a little scar above my lip. Can't well, tell. I'm glad you made it out yeah. on, on the other side. You get you ever get dropped as a kid? Got any got any cool scars as a kid? I this is a a story that got implanted into my head because I wasn't cognitive at the time. Mm-hmm. But I think I think the story goes that I tried to climb some kind of exercise equipment in the garage. Um, you know how baby babies like to climb. Babies like to climb. <laughs> if you, if you, if it's, you, the, it's the monkey in them. It's, it's the primate in if them. You, uh, if you just leave a baby unattended, they will attempt to summit the nearest peak. <laughs> and so uh, that's what I did. I think I fell and hit my head or something. I don't know. Awesome. One time I cut my it's, leg it's, open riding a dirt bike. If When I wear a, like a, little when I wear a, a snapback, you can see my scar through the little window. Interesting. Right here. It's right, right where my hairline is. Hmm. I never S- noticed it. Scar chat. I can't believe uh, – I can't, I can't say I've been – 
searching your scalp for scars. Yeah, it's 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 a it's it's prime real estate. There you go. All right, with that, we're gonna have to do a quick break. When we return, the discussion continues here on WEGL ninety one point one FM. You are listening to Compact Discourse right here on this superstation celebrating 51 years on the air here in Auburn, Alabama coming up this Thursday and Friday. So join us for Weagle Day right here on 91.1 and WeagleFM.com. I'm Jack Hart joined alongside Davis Carroll. We got a little bit of sports news to get to on the other side of the break as baseball continues to roll along. Auburn was in the gymnastics national championship and the NBA playoffs have all kicked off over the weekend so we'll be talking about that and a whole lot more on the other side of a break so don't go anywhere welcome back to compact discourse right here on 91.1 fm i'm jack hardron alongside davis carroll coming at you live from the wegl studios we're uh, kicking back and, and relaxing this fine Monday morning, um, Davis. I took a little road trip over the weekend mm. uh, to my parents' house and back for the weekend festivities. I'll be taking another trip to Birmingham probably this upcoming week, and then... Uh, Maybe another time in the first, in, in in the week after that to Can't go see. Can't keep you out of Birmingham. Maybe we might just go see Birmingham Stallions game. Uh oh. Yeah, USFL kicked off this weekend. That was a lot of fun. So we're we're just taking it easy this Monday morning. Thank you for tuning in. There's a little reward for those of you tuning in live on the radio or on the live web live stream because we got a little song for you. It's a song I like to think about every time I'm driving up and down US 280 because it just it really speaks to me about where I've going, where I've been. Here's Long White Line. That song is about driving around, which is why I like it. You like driving? <laughs> yeah, I like driving. I like. Is I, it? I like looking for the end of that long white line, as, as it were. You ever found it? No, sir. Still chasing. Mm. One Prophetic. day you'll find the end of that road. <laughs> I tell them I'm out there looking. <laughs> you can't find me. Well, um... We did. Uh, we did witness. We did witness history over the weekend as the United States Football League made mm. its triumphant return to the world stage. Uh, the self-proclaimed. Actually, I don't even think it was self-proclaimed. Proclaimed by the USFL as the professional football capital of the world, Birmingham, Alabama. Really? Uh, I mean, like for right now, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. No, no one else is playing. Yeah. There you so go. All eight teams. All eight. All eight teams are hanging out in the ham. And uh, Monday Night Football, I mean, like, didn't even take 48 hours for this for this league to, like, make it onto the primetime. So say what you will about that. Uh, ignore that it was caused by a rain delay. But the uh, Pittsburgh Maulers and the Tampa Bay Bandits will be squaring off on the gridiron in Protective Stadium tonight under the lights as part of the first Monday Night Football game in USFL history. So that'll be interesting. But I think the the... Big story of the weekend was the inaugural game between the Birmingham Stallions and the New Jersey Generals, who uh, were a pretty notorious team back in the original USFL back in the 1980s. They played the inaugural game. Uh, Luis Perez was the quarterback for the Generals, who you may remember as the starting quarterback for the Birmingham Iron way back mm. in the day. A very formative 
moment in uh, in Weagle history. He's was been talk- staying in Beham. Was talking about the Birmingham Iron on the extra point. Uh, longtime fans of the show will remember the episode that was just me and Jacob Hillman <laughs> and the picture, the team picture of the Birmingham Iron occupying the third camera. So it, Birmingham is a bit of a fraught history with professional football, so I'm hoping they get they, they, they get it right this time. But they got off to a pretty amazing start as the Birmingham Stallions in comeback fashion to a crowd of, it looked pretty full in the stadium, all, all things considered. Um, so much so that the, the second deck began to start filling up by the second half. Uh, the Birmingham Stallions, in comeback fashion, came all the way back and defeated the New Jersey Generals by a final tally of 28-24. to 24. Uh, Alex Magoo was the starting quarterback for the Iron. He was later benched and... Uh, replaced for a more mobile quarterback. I'm blanking on his name. He was number six. Uh, well, the important thing is, is that he ran in the game-winning touchdown with his legs, and then uh, the defense held off so to, to get the win for the inaugural game. Hometown Stallions, uh, who are the only home team in this league, uh, sadly, hmm. to get things started. Uh, one home team, seven road teams uh, for this first year, so that, that'll be interesting, but that is that is how it went down in Protective Stadium on Saturday night. It's pretty awesome. Wish I could have wish I could have gone. There's uh, always another game. There is. There's always there's nine more. And they're all in Birmingham. So there's no no more excuses. There were F sixteens that were the flyover, which if you've never heard an F sixteen, they are loud. Very loud. I could hear them from my home. And then uh, the fireworks were also in earshot, so it's it's nice to have football back. It, it was it was very interesting to, you know how football has a very distinct sound like from the other room mm-hmm. on TV, like with the whistles. Yeah, it it was nice to hear that like during Easter lunch and not like just during Thanksgiving dinner. If that makes sense. Okay. Understandable. Oh yeah, there's something going on over in that other room. Some football playing might just be interesting. Been- All right. What's up? You've been watching the playoffs, NBA. I I caught a spot of it. Um, I did not watch my Hawks get obliterated by the Heat because I just couldn't do it. You got seventy bucks to spare? D- Perhaps. <laughs> what's your what's what's your wager? Sunday, April twenty fourth at seven, Game Four, Heat at Hawks. Mm, depending on how games two three go. What about, okay? What about Game Three? Friday at Depending seven. on how game two goes. Actually, I don't know if I can do Sunday. I have work. This guy. 80, 80 bucks for game three. Look, if the Hawks if the Hawks show some life in these next two games, it might be we'll a talk about adventure. It. I'm but not even a Hawks fan. You just like hoops, man. I, I've I never res- been to a playoff I game. I respect the game. Alex went to uh back in the day, they went to a <laughs> Pelicans get the the Pelicans playoff game back when they made the playoffs. I guess they're they make it yeah they made it now. When did the Pelicans make the playoffs? Back when they had Anthony Davis and they got or they they played um the Trailblazers and I think they won I think they swept them maybe. Mm. Maybe. Mm. I'll look into it real quick. Stall Cur- for me. Curious. Um so that is uh, one of the exciting playoff matchups going off right now. Um the yes, the, my Hawks did terrible against the Miami Heat. Probably gassed from those two play-in games, I'd say. Uh, and Trey Young just—I I think he went like 0 for 7 from three-point lands. And some guy I don't even recognize on the Heat got 27 points. So that's just 
That's where I'm at. In 2018, the Pelicans swept the Trailblazers in the Western Conference semis. Dame time. That was a, I remember that. Boom. Let me let me look into this Heat guy that has 27 points. See if I know him. Heat versus Hawks. All right. Yeah, that was that was where I was at with that. Um, another another series that's going on is the Celtics and Nets series. There's a lot of star power in that one. Game one in the Garden yesterday went to the Celtics on a. You don't know Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. No. The white boy that shoots. That I know. I, I know. There's all, yeah. That's all you need. He's like named after an ice cream shop. Baskin Robinson. There you go. Uh, Celtics went on a walk-off. Was it a layup or an oop? It was a layup. Layup. And as time expired, Jason at the Tatum garden. like caught it on a spin. It was crazy. Insanity in Insanity. the garden. Unreal on those old courts. I think the courts old, pretty new. old boards. I think. I like to imagine. That I like those still those old. pictures of like the old court where it like it looks like someone's house. You can see roots coming out the dam. They, they knew where the dead spots were. Yeah. Like people say the court at the national championship this year was bad. <laughs> that thing was insane. Just go up TD Garden like 1950. You'd never. Uh, that's like playing at the YMCA. It, it's worse. It's like playing like in some in like a dilapidated kitchen. <laughs> TD Garden 1950. How did John Havlicek do it? Court. They must have passed court. a lot. I feel like that'd be hard to do. Passing ri- as opposed to, I mean, dribbling would probably be impossible. You ever seen the old people dribble? They like leaned forward. <laughs> they looked like Stanley in the office when he tried to dribble. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we return, NBA playoff chat will continue as uh, there's a few, a few more series to get to and a few more notable events from over the weekend. All that and more on the other side of a break. Do not go anywhere. There might just even be another secret 8.30 in the morning song to entertain you for those listening on the web live stream and the radio. With that, we will return at in a few minutes with the remainder of the show. We're at the bottom of the hour. It's 8.30 in the morning, hanging out with you on a Monday morning. We got the weather. We got basketball. We got a whole lot more coming up after a quick break. And we're back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm Jack Hardron alongside Davis Carroll. We're coming at you live on a Monday morning from the WEGL studios here on the campus of Auburn University, where right now it is 63 degrees and cloudy. Your high today is 72. Your low today is 52. That's what we're looking at right now. Looks like we got some sunshine and 70 degrees starting at about 1 p.m. So it's going to be a very nice day indeed after some soggy weather last night. Thoughts? Um, I kind of want it to rain again. Well, you're there in you luck because it's going oh, to oh, rain oh. next Tuesday. I got to wait a whole week? <laughs> Come on. I mean, it's April, so it's probably going to rain between now and then. But that is the next time it is forecasted to rain. Cool. So far as I can tell. I don't have my typical weather apparatus in front of me. The weather machine was down. His, his weather balloon morning. fell down this morning. <laughs> so uh, good air quality. That's all that we don't usually talk about. See, I, I got different bars and sliders on this app. Uh, 96% humidity. Hmm. If you're That's somewhat, pretty crazy. How high can it get? 100? 100, yeah. Hmm. 100? What does 1% humidity feel like? Probably like the moon. Wow. So what's baseline, 50? I don't know. I mean, 
There's no. We need a weatherologist. There's no a meteorologist. I know it's not weatherologist. I don't think we're gonna get any meteorologists on the show by calling them weatherologists. I I corrected it. Well, and I, if I, I, you think if you met a hmm yeah a, <laughs> almost said it a legitimate a weatherologist. A, a weatherologist named Cloudy. Okay. Would be it Stormy? Hmm. How common is the name Stormy? More really? common than Cloudy. <laughs> I mean, last last name Cloudy. Like French, like with an E. Cloudy. Cloudy. Claude. Claude. But, but they pronounce it Cloud. <laughs> okay. Oh, that'd be. His name was Claude. That'd, but once he became a weatherologist, he changed yeah, to he Cloud. Yeah, he goes like Cloud now. Okay. What's another one? Rain. The, yeah, like Jimmy Rain. Okay. So he could be a meteorologist. Yeah. If he, if he's just done, once he's done with the wood, the yellow, the yellow wood. Right. If you, if it ain't, what is, if it ain't got that yellow tag, I don't, don't want you it. You don't wood it. Wood's wood. Wood is wood. No, wood is not wood. I'm you, not trying to build anything. You wouldn't build the Brooklyn Bridge out of balsa wood. Well, yeah, I would not build the Brooklyn Bridge out of wood in general. There's wood in there. Uh, what is it primarily made out of? Bricks and steel, so not wood. But they I, got, said, they I ain't... said there's wood in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's what I said. <laughs> what sound are we gonna use for that? You could just use that right there. No, 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 no. no, no. Clip the. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, that no, was get clean. the. That was clean. Get the Pierre Bourne. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? <laughs> Fair enough. Thoughts? How that mean, one sound? I'd rather just use the real one than your impressions. <laughs> we need Jamie Foxx to come do it. All right, I think that was the weather. What if J- Jamie Foxx was um like a like a foxologist, fur, a, a fur tradesman? Okay, yeah. He has two X's though. It's phonetic. Yeah. If we're gonna go, if we're gonna, if name- you were a cardiologist, right? That'd be pretty cool. Or a um, if I were a Christmas caroler, you got pretty close with that whole farm operation. Uh, cut down Christmas trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You you were fringe. That's a that's a fun fact about that's like when the Davis trivia night comes by. Mm-hmm. That's going to be like top billing question. Two R's, two L's. Two in Davis or Carol. What's the name of the white stuff they spray on the Christmas tree? Flock. There you go. Flocking. Get all in your shoes. Davis trivia night. I think that'd be a pretty boring trivia night. Well, it might just happen on the uh, Weagle Day celebration, Uh-oh. which is coming up this Thursday and Friday. Beginning at 5 p.m. on Thursday, Weagle Day will begin. Celebrate 51 years on the air as Auburn's only student-run radio station. And that is going to be... Uh, it was... Uh, I I hear a hoot and a half last year. So, yeah, you, we missed you. I I hear it was fun. <laughs> so, uh, we'll, we'll I'll do my best to be in my attendance this year, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I know pretty much everybody who's going to be on the air, and they're all good people. So it's basically like a whole week of Weagle compacted into one day. So if you think you can handle it, if you're up to the challenge. You can tune in at 5 p.m. on Thursday, or you can just kind of tune in whenever. You can you can hop in and out all the way over to 5 p.m. on Friday 
for uh, I think the like the passing of the ceremonial scepter between station managers. I hear is how we're ending the ending the show. I have heard that as well. Be uh, interesting. I hope there will be prop humor. And lots They're of- gonna open a chest, and Luke's gonna c- climb out. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's gonna be in a chest for twenty four hours. <laughs> you think he's gonna be okay? Only, only when the show is over is he allowed to emerge. I feel like you don't for a chest. You don't need to cut holes or anything in it. Do you think the chest is permeable? I believe so. The plan, if it's if it's not. If it's, if it's like, it's the, like an older chest, the classic pirate treasures chest. With oh the, yeah, that looks like a barrel. Where do you get one of those? Prop prop houses. I mean a real. Probably one. like a a real one. <laughs> pirate treasure chest. Um, you can get the small ones. You can keep your loose tooth in when it falls out, and you could probably get a pretty tacky one. This looks pretty airtight. Authentic treasure chest. Really hell gold doubloons. Pirate gold coins. What's the price tag? I'll look into it. <laughs> All right, Davis is going to buy a treasure chest over the break. We will return the thrilling conclusion of My Compact goodness. Discourse. We shall return in just a few minutes with the final segment of the show. I'm Jack Hardwood oh. alongside Davis Carroll, who is now in the market for some oh gold God. doubloons. You got $11,000 to spare? Well, did you think it was going to be cheap? It was empty. It, it just because it really held gold doubloons doesn't mean I'm buying the gold doubloons. <laughs> it was empty. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with the thrilling conclusion, perhaps a crowdfunding scheme to raise money for Davis. That's a $300 shipping. Treasure chest. Probably weighs a ton. Like, not exaggerating, this a ton. Cool. We'll be There's back. No we'll be back in a few minutes. Well, good morning and welcome back to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I am your host, Jack Hardone, alongside Davis Carroll and nobody else right now, either sadly or mercifully, depending on your thoughts on one Mr. Alex. It's pretty funny. If Miss Kim, if you're listening, that's a joke. It's a joke. We love Alex. I'm looking at some ancient jewelry right now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I, please refrain from online shopping for one moment while we discuss. Uh, there ain't nothing on this website I could I could buy. <laughs> <laughs> Your exciting podcast. Authentic mummy eyes from from the Potomac Kingdom in ancient Egypt. $25,000. How did they get their hands on this? <laughs> We are on the Hobby this Lobby a, website. This should be a museum. I'm on the pirategoldcoins.com, which is not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Swords, guns, treasure chests, and artifacts. We can't talk about through the lens. I'm looking at. I'm too busy. I heard Spider Man was there. Through the lens, we'll be having a 24 hour special episode, 1971. 24 edition. hours of through the lens. If you can believe it. I don't think I could handle that. How much you? How much you think a flintlock's gonna go for? A f- what year? Mm, I'll give you 1700s early European flintlock. Uh, $1,900. No, $19,000. $5,950. Okay, I went over. I feel like there's quite a few flintlocks just hanging about. I don't Whoa. know. Wood, wood doesn't keep, though. 
These are pretty kept. This one does not look real. Uh, matching pair of Eastern European horsemen's flintlocks. You you continue over there. I'm having fun. But there's nothing to continue. How much do you think this one is? Well, oh, it's I not for even, sale. I can't even see what you're looking at. <laughs> Dinosaur fossil. What? Where did this guy? Did this guy go back in time and like raid things? I'm just saying. Is, is, is this the Hobby Lobby situation where they stole treasure? From- it, I mean, like a lot of this stuff probably should be in a museum. I'm not sure. I, I bet Nick Cage would go. Cr- Dinosaur bones. Oh, I think it's sold. There's an entire Triceratops. Uh, entire tri. What? Uh-huh. 72% complete skeleton and tw- 75% complete skull. Uh-huh. View in Etsy. Nope, won't let me. Uh, I'm okay. working on it. All right. Well, we could mention a few other things. I hear that some of the Red Sox are going to be unable to play uh, in Toronto because they are unvaccinated. Mm. The Triceratops page was taken down. Probably good. Um, this is coming from the Toronto Star. Uh, to enter Canada, the Canadian government requires a person must have received a second COVID-19 vaccination dose or one dose of Johnson & Johnson at least 14 days <laughs> prior to entry. Um, so the manager, Alex Cora of the Boston Red Sox, expects to be without a few of his players for an upcoming series in Toronto against the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, so even Tanner Houck, who uh, is the st- was planning to be the starting pitcher, he will not be available for the game one of the four-game series, which starts on Monday. So this is an interesting dynamic. Maybe the Blue Jays will just, like, clean up at home because they don't have to play any of the vaccinated players, unvaccinated players. I'm not saying the COVID-19 vaccine makes you bad at baseball, but... A heist, a potential way to win the games. You have a heist and you steal all the vaccination cards of your opponent. That's pretty funny. They, could, they I, crawl through the ceiling during the game. We could write like a uh, uh, Hammerstein and Gildenstein. What's that? What's the, the Hammer Crush and Jill, Gilden Rose, guy? Rosecrans and Gildersteen. <laughs> that guy, those guys. There could be like a one of those-esque uh, anthology series where every time oh, yeah. the Blue Jays win a game, like in the background, <laughs> they like have like a Bugs Bunny magnet with the ball. And they're like... Pulling home runs left and right. <laughs> what do you think they're like in Shakespeare? You think they? You think they're just causing? They're wacky. They're like t- <laughs> they're Timon and Pumbaa, <laughs> but they're not Bugs Bunny. They're not climb out of holes. I said they would get up to antics that would cause plot points to happen. <laughs> A magnet getting the balls is not very whatever. It's okay. Like in Space it's Jam, funny. the magnet and the ball. They'd be like, I wonder whoa, that, whoa. That, that, that that ball took a weird hop off the dirt, and then it like cuts to. Our two, our two heroes underneath the dugout or, or underneath the, uh, the field with like a, I don't know, some kind of wacky contraption. They find the body of Jimmy Hoffa under there. I think this is a, a a decent idea for a screenplay. It might not play in today's audience. It doesn't doesn't mention 9/11. <laughs> I had another joke. I forgot. Very well. Turning red should it have mentioned 9/11? <laughs> oh, but that that wasn't your joke. No. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't think it should have. Should have. Should Lady Bird have mentioned the Sacramento Kings? No. That movie was set in 2002 in Sacramento. Nobody was talking about uh, the Kings and Lady Bird. Not even realistic. Though they, even though they had I, the I best, forgot it was in Sacramento. They had the best record in the NBA. Unrealistic. Unrealistic. They would have been like, we got Mike Bibby. We got. We got to go see the Kings. We got Mike Bibby. We got um. What's his name? Chris Paul. No. Chris, 
Goodman? Chris P. Bacon. Uh, the only word, the only name I can think of is Chris, is Chris Wallace, and that's the Fox News guy. Mm-hmm. Brett Bear. NBA. No, that's not the Fox News guy. Kings. Um, 2002 Kings. He, he was on. He was on the Fab Five. That helps. Chris Weber. Yes, thank you. I knew it was a CW. <laughs> I got it. We got it. You love the Flash. Uh, Chris Weber. Has he ever punched anybody? Mm, Any coaches? Probably. I don't think. Not that I can remember, though. Was he in the West Wing? No, that was Jawan Howard. Okay. He's also the coach of the Michigan Yes, Wolverine he also now. punched the guy. He also did punch the guy. What was that joke I was going to make? It wasn't about powered gold coins. I'm off that page. It's too, you're, you're too rich for that. my blade. It's too rich. I might look into it again later when I'm bored. That's how Nick Cage got bankrupt, was buying a bunch I, of treasure. He must have been on pirate gold. He must have, he must have bought that, that he bought uh, like, Triceratops skeleton. <laughs> he bought like snakes and all that. How do you sell an entire Triceratops? You had to have stolen that. You could have dug it up. Oh, yeah, you dug up the entire skeleton with nobody noticing and then proceed to sell it. But all the pages were taken down, so I'm sure... Maybe he's just, oh, what if he goes to museums and takes photos of all the things and lists them? It's speculative. Speaking of the Brooklyn Bridge, you see that for sale on there? What? I wish. I would have bought that. Would have renamed the Davis Bridge. Hmm. Um, do you finger your joke? What were we talking about before? A lot. <laughs> Been a little all over the place today. We were talking about baseball, and then I made the, the reference to that video where they crawl through the ceiling. Yes. And then we're talking about COVID vaccine. And you can cards. use anything for a bat. Yeah. Maybe a dinosaur bone. Maybe. Has to be made of wood. Like, right? like a like a comical Flintstones one. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen a you ever seen a bone like that? I, I figured it was just a femur. I always thought like this the Lego bones. Oh yeah yeah mm, yeah. I've never seen a bone like that. But an ostrich has a bone like that. I'm still trying to think. Of it. Crawling through the ceiling. You said Rosencrantz and Guildenstein. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It, it, it's I'm gonna, okay. Have, I'm gonna have like a waking nightmare where it comes. Maybe was back it about me. was it about turning red? No, I do have another joke about that, but I don't. Well, be my guest. No, no, no. I don't know if I. I don't know if I should say it on air. Okay, that's fair enough. Turn Just, off my mic and I'll say it. Okay, carpetbagger. It's not that. Oh, okay, something else. Um, so that's what's going on in the Blue Jays organization. Will they have the best home record in the MLB? Maybe. I'm really racking my brain over here. It's okay. We can do an autopsy on the show afterwards. Cut my cut my head open. <laughs> this is what was firing at this time. <laughs> we also had the Pelicans lose to the Suns. Mm. Suns to the chip. Is that is that like a a foregone conclusion? That's popular for some people, but some people think the Warriors are going to beat the Suns. I mean, I follow a lot of Warriors fans. They've so been I, struggling. I, I get a lot of the Suns have been struggling against the Warriors. Hmm. Well, the Warriors seem pretty good. They are. Is Steph's toe is hurting. That's what I hear. Potentially. Is he playing? Mm, I don't know. No, they'll say. Point God no, está trending. You, you know that? Huh? Point God what? Point God. Yeah. Which is like what what Boston fans call a point guard. That's right. The letter. <laughs> you lose the letter. Ah. Left. I know just the place. The oldest player in playoff history with 30 points and 10 assists in a game. Are you asking me to guess? <laughs> yes. Um, what team is it for? Los Suns. 
Chris Paul. Mr. Yeah. State Farm himself. CP3. Like a good neighbor. You know he's actually really good at bowling. Is that was he in the Michelob Ultra commercial with Peyton Manning? Or did I? Make- I think no, he wasn't. I was like, I was like, why? Because I was, I was like, why is Chris Paul not here? Because he is known for being very good at bowling. Hmm. Like he'll bring, like he used to bring all his teammates to go bowling and then like Just destroy clean up. them. Yes, that's awesome. Like he used to have like celebrity, like athlete, celebrity athlete bowling games for charity. Best bowling, best bowlers. Who do you think you are? I am. Maybe we can see a crossover with that. Is Chris Paul good at bowling? Yes. <laughs> That's not what I asked. <laughs> I'm trying to see what his best game ever was. Has he ever bowled a 300? He's never bowled a 300, apparently. Oh, uh, well. That's... He's bowled a 256, though. That's pretty good. I couldn't imagine being in the 10th frame with 11 strikes thrown and getting up there to throw the 12th strike, he says. I've never had that feeling. I feel like I could bowl a perfect game just like brute force if I got up there enough times. The infinite, it, the infinite like monk, Jack monkey, Bowling theorem. Monkeys type in Shakespeare. Well, yeah. But I don't think it would take that long. If I gave you a day, like one whole day. 24 hours of 24 hours bowling. free bowling. And I'll say that your arm does not start hurting. Fresh arm every time. Yeah, fre- like your arm does not get affected. I don't think I think it'll take longer than a day, but I'm not. I don't think it would. I feel like you could probably get close to 200 by the end of that day. Like oh, once yeah. you figure out your like your your you method, get into it because like a strike's not that hard. You only have to do 12 in a row. You just got to make sure you're like per- perfect delivery every time. Mm-hmm. Just 12 in a row. Yeah. No pressure. Like, Sounds hard. Well, that guy did it in 2001. He sure did. That's right, awesome. right, right when turning red was coming out. <laughs> They should have mentioned that in the movie. They should have really, mentioned the three hundred. Yeah, that's 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 the event <laughs> landmark event. They should, that talk about defining the cultural landscape of a generation for the early two thousands. It was that perfect. Lord game. of the Rings should have been called the perfect game instead of what it was actually called. Hmm. If you will, I got you. Return of the bowling. There was Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. The two towers. Correct. And Return of the King. Return of the King. Good Return movies. of the King was the guy who bowled the perfect game. Yeah, he came Coming back. back to the bowling alley. <laughs> Have you ever bowled a perfect game? Uh, we'd like to know. My dad almost did one time. Your calls are welcome at 334-844-9345. And you can always tweet at us at CDSKU, but that's going to do, do it for Do you own a treasure chest? Call, do call you own, in. Do you know where to get a treasure chest? Have you ever bought a dinosaur skull? Um, these do are the you quest- have the Triceratops? <laughs> That's what I want to know. These are the questions we're asking of you. We also want to please ask that you tune in to the Weagle Birthday Bash celebration this Thursday and Friday, 5 p.m. to 5 p.m. More information will be posted on the social medias at WEGL underscore AU and will continue to shill throughout the week the best way we know how. And with that, we are going to end the show today. Thank you so much for listening to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1. FM, however you joined us today, whether that be from your radio antenna from WeagleFM.com or by listening to our podcast, we would like to remind you that all of our previous episodes are available as a podcast, absolutely PSA break-free, wherever podcasts are heard. Just search for Compact Discourse. Search for Compact Discourse. Do not search for that. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDiscAU. That is at CDiscAU on Twitter for links to that podcast, information about the show, and a whole lot more. You can also tweet at us and get your voice on the show. Follow WEGL on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, WEGL underscore AU. That's Weagle underscore AU. Uh, we got a final, uh, not final, 
one of our last concerts on campus coming up this Thursday, so be sure to check that out. And with that, for Jack Hart and Davis Carroll, this has been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. Just 11 more shows for the rest of the semester, so tune in tomorrow at 8 a.m. for another exciting one. We'll talk at you then. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run.